gentlemen, start your engines. Let's talk racing. It's time for the Racing BS Show on Hoosier Country 105. Now, here's your host, Bruce Lear, AJ Bolin, and Rick Evans. Time again for the Racing BS Show here on Hoosier Country 105. Each and every week, we bring you news from the racing world, starting right here in the heartland of American sprint car racing, stretching an hour north to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, then out to the rest of the nation. The Racing BS Show, of course, brought to you by IU Credit Union, Rapid Roofing and Restoration, and the Paragon Speedway. Bruce Lair, good morning. What's happening, man? Oh, we're ready for another boy, week of racing, Bruce. AJ Boland, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Bruce. And how about this? <laughs> we have a special guest. We do. We actually have someone that like knows what he's talking about with us. <laughs> well, People are really going to be. Yeah, it is. Josh Cunningham, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be Thank here. And thanks for having me, guys. Man. Thanks for being. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for being here. We appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, before we get going on racing. Yeah. Who's your pick in the? college football thing and they had a big state Florida State <laughs> you just well, want to oh, cause I'm trouble sorry. you just want to cause trouble yeah they didn't get I picked did they I don't know man I know I got come on <sighs> it's, it's Alabama against Michigan right that's game one and Texas against Washington right I'm going to go with Washington I want, oh, yeah. I want Washington uh, to win that thing. Pick. There's a lot of IU connections to that game, even yeah. though they're not IU people anymore. They right. once were. Yeah. So, how about, yeah. how about the quarterback we I'm used to have, have to that's go a there. Exactly. Heisman candidate? Yeah, now, right? the offensive coordinator we had that's now the head coach. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, uh, minor details. That's a pretty strong IU connection there. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna root for them and hope they do well. I, I, I usually go with my conference, but. Man, I can't root for I Michigan or Ohio Michigan, State. No. I, I can't do it. Josh, who you got? Uh, well, I run a pretty tight schedule. I don't even, I don't get to watch any games. So okay. It, uh, really, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, um, well, then you're picking Bama. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who, Juice, who do you like? I'm going to go with Washington. I'm, I'm like right, Rick. All There's, right. Okay. Yeah. Huskies, yep. let's go. Yep. Right. I, I can't, you know, I'm like Rick. I can't root for Michigan. Right? Yeah. No. And I just can't get root for Alabama. Alabama. No. And I, you know, man, no. Well, that's a whole nother All right, Bruce, who are you debate. going with? I think Bama's going to beat Michigan. Okay. And I think Washington's going to beat Texas. We'll take it. And I think in the final game, I think Bama's going to end up at top. No, end. I don't want to hear Roll Tide yeah. anymore. Talking I don't want to hear any Roll Tides out of you or anybody. Hey, if you got to flip money out there, <laughs> oh, you're picking the best, not who you want. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, do you have anything in the car? Uh, very, very little. Uh, we we'll say congratulations to Alex Below. He's a dad now. So. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't even know that. Yep, they just had a uh, a, a girl. Uh, Lucia is uh, just born uh, December 4th, so uh, not too long ago. And we'll say congratulations to Christian Rasmussen as he was named the Danish Racing Driver of the Year. Wow. So didn't even know that award existed. I, I, well, if you're That's in if you're Denmark, Danish, maybe driver. you know yeah, that. Or, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, Where'd you pull that out? That's of? all I got. That's all I got. Man, Rick really searched hard. I had to do a lot of searching. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I've got a little bit of NASCAR, and then we can get to Josh. All right. That's going to be way more important. Um, they had the NASCAR Awards uh, sometime here in the last, and 
the driver of the year was William Byron, which is probably good. Okay. I think he ran up front most of the time all year. Uh, the crew chief of the year was his crew chief, Rudy Fugel. Team of the year was uh, RFK, which is the new Brad uh, or uh, Keselowski and Busher group. Mm-hmm. The race of the year was the Advent 400 at Kansas. When, if you remember, uh, Hamlin dumped Larson on the last lap to win that thing. That's the race of the year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. They, they could, if they were basing it off that, they could have picked a dozen. <laughs> yeah. No kid. Right? No kid. Well, I'm I'm going to read a couple more and then we'll go on because they're all about the same. The dumbest performance was Noah Gregson and and Chastain fighting in the pits. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. That wasn't pretty. No, that was yeah, that was great. The most dominant race was Kyle Larson in the All Star race. Okay. And the grittiest performance was uh, Ryan Priest's wreck at Daytona. And I knew, you know what? I left this one in. I was going to take it out, and I left it in anyway. The top underdog performance was here. Josh, you say the guy's name. What's that guy's name? <laughs> that won the top underdog performance. It uh, looks like Shane Van Gissenberg. There you go. There you go. Atta boy. I couldn't have done it better, man. And that was the <laughs> no, you, no, you couldn't. That's true. That's true. Oh, I, I actually, I'm kind of bewildered over here. Josh got that right, for God's sakes. And then the last thing I have here is, you know, last week we talked about uh, NASCAR going to Iowa this year. That thing is already sold out. Yeah, there's not a lot of seats in Iowa, and they've been wanting that cup race ever since Rusty Wallace built the place, which was uh, a long time ago. 15, yeah. 18 years ago? Yeah. It's been around oh, for wow, a long time. Long? They've been trying a long time to get a cup race, so they finally got one. Good for them, and uh, I had a feeling that would sell out really quick. And I, that will probably actually be a really good race. Hey, that's Honestly, a, that's a cool little track. It's a cool race it, track. it could be a very good race, yes. And as long as they keep the glue off of it, we'll be all right. Well, well look, it's yeah, so rough nice. and bumpy, like, glue won't even matter. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's exactly. one of those tracks that just have a lot of character, and it right. kind of separates people. So that that really could be fun to watch. Will there be an opportunity? Get to the big guy. Come on, bring him on, Juice. Well, I was hoping there was going to be an opportunity in NASCAR next season to begin to see the old... Uh, a slingshot move around the wall, yeah, like we saw in Martinsville. Yeah. yeah, you see where they banned that from happening. You can't oh, do that anymore. Yeah, it's illegal now. Yeah, Whenever anybody illegal. does something cool, they make it illegal. And right, sure. <laughs> it would never, it would never work again anyway. That was like a one. One in a million deal. Well, you could put some casters on the right side of That's the car. That's what I'm thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really get it Hit rolling button, around there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, right. he is, he's been with us too long, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's chiming right in. Yeah. Isn't he? <laughs> so what else we got here? Is that it? We Can we, can we talk Paragon Speedway yeah, now and all this good stuff? Paragon, all right. Get on with it, yeah. Hey, so we do have a special guest with us this morning. As yep. Rick said, Josh Cunningham. Yeah, I'm glad Paragon to be Speedway. here. Good to have you back in here with us. Tell us a little bit about... Uh, the 2023 season, there were obviously a lot of improvements to the facility made. Some great racing action ended with a monster truck show, which is awesome to see. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it was fun. Uh, we had a we had we did have a really good season. Uh, we started out uh, with our with the No Way Out 40, um, and that kicked off the season. I think I was here right before for that last March. Um, it was early. It was cold, uh, and and you know we had a great car count. Turned out really well. And then we finally, once the season got started there in April, 
Uh, we had pretty large schedule uh, on our plates. We we had 26 races last year, and for Indiana and racetracks, that's a lot. That's, that's, a, that's a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you got to take into late. account yeah. uh, you you plan on some rainouts living in Indiana. Sure. We were able to accomplish uh, and and complete 24 nights of racing last season. Wow! So, wow! Uh, that that that's was huge for us. Uh, there's a couple nights uh, that we just weren't able to get in the track of uh, just too much water. Right. Uh, yeah. But if you're only missing two out of 26, that's, yeah, you bet. that's, that's pretty a good bad. year. Yeah, no kidding. So with the uh, efforts of our track crew, with our owners, um, we really, really put in a lot of work. Uh, we did see uh, three weekends where we had Friday night, Saturday night shows. Uh, saw plenty of car counts in those. Very nice. Um, yeah, cool to offer the, uh, the the camping in between, and I heard breakfast in this morning on Saturday mornings, things yeah. like that. We had some breakfast there in the mornings. Uh, you know, it's 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 really cool to see the facility improvements, see the drivers come, and and the car counts were were very well across the whole season. So that was that was nice to have. Uh, we started off, we struggled a little bit early um, with making sure our track was spot on early on in the night. Uh, sometimes we get it a little bit too sealed yeah. up. and uh, That's not an exact science anyway. There's a lot to that. Right? Yeah, so. we, we seem to, once we got through May, we really started hitting our stride. And, you know, we, we was able to see some really good racing. And Most of our, a lot of our races uh, across classes, whether it was super stocks and hornets and bombers, uh, to our sprint cars, we'd see a lot of late race passing for the win, and you know that to me that gets excited. We're yeah. we're all standing in the infield going, "Holy cow, we we put on a great show!" and <laughs> we're high fiving and and carrying on. And yep, um, you know I I like to watch racing and especially dirt track racing, and when you get to see shows like that happen, it it's really cool. No yeah. doubt, no yes. doubt. So uh, one of the biggest things, and 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 one of our larger accomplishments was uh we broke the track record this year that stood since 1985 i believe wow i think uh, so yeah set by robbie stanley and uh, robert blue so we're going to keep it in the rob names yep. right so robert yeah. blue come down on a on a one one off night and um yeah he he set the set the pace on fire wow um, very cool now you've yeah. mentioned some of the improvements you made at the speedway tell us about some of the things that uh that happened up there at Paragon this year um, we added new fencing, uh, mm-hmm. so we increased our fencing. Uh, we was able to we increased our fence height uh, specifically off turns three and four uh, to protect that part of the pit area. We saw Mario Clauser last year uh, take a violent ride down the back stretch. He jumped a wheel and went through the fencing there in the pit area, and you know so we increased that. We was able to test it. AJ Hopkins tested that fence out yes. for us. Uh, yes, hung, his, hung his car in the fence uh, very first night at the No Way Out 40. Um, you know, so we we done that. We added a couple new light poles in the infield that added, I think, 32 lights to those poles. Wow, that's and huge. really illuminated the speedway. Standing in the infield, it's almost like being in daylight. Um, you know, with that, we're we've we've increased uh, we've changed some of our uh, equipment that we use to to work on the track, and that's been beneficial it's funny the stuff we used last year some of it we use this year and some of it we're like ah we can go away with that and and use new pieces um very nice hey josh i hear nothing but good up there i have not been up there unfortunately but i hear nothing but good about it now i've got a question for you 
All right, here on the show, we've been talking all year about the food out there, okay? And I think that what we ought to do is... It's always about the food, isn't it? <laughs> what? It's always about the food, isn't it? No, it's, not it's important, though. Well, it is important. Here, you ought to have the Cunningham burger. Now, we need to figure out what that is, though. Right? Well, I tell you what, uh, when I get the opportunity, I still give it, I get the opportunity to give invocation each night at the Speedway. Yeah. And on my way back uh, to my to my uh, molehill in the infield, um, I try to grab a, a cheeseburger and throw some pulled pork on top of it. There you, there you go. go. Oh, okay. And, uh, that could be the Cunningham so that's burger. Perfect. Yeah. That's the Cunningham burger. People will order it. Just say it. I'm telling you, big guy. So, okay, now that's what I'm, I'm going to start saying. It's, All it's right. a hamburger with pulled pork on it, my God. Now, yeah. what he's not telling you is he wants a cut. <laughs> of everyone sold. We talk about As a that percentage. Offline. Yeah, yeah. That's we'll talk about yeah. that offline. Yeah, I had a random. I was unable to hear the show one week, and, and somebody was asking me about the new sandwich, and I'm like, oh, man, I had to go back online and, and listen to the show to figure out what they were talking about. <laughs> I think it's going to be great. Hey, I do have one question for you, though. You know, on the show here, we talk about how racing has, has gone from just absolutely uh, pure racing to events now where uh, you know all the tracks are trying to add stuff and they're having concerts and so on and so forth have you looked into that at all about uh, having a, a more of an event than just the race itself well I tell you it, it has been on our um, radar things that we look at you look at speedways such as Kokomo where they do you know maybe six to eight races a year and they're all event style yeah. races uh, right it's getting really tough there's very few tracks that do a weekly racing which is beneficial for your local guys your stock cars and, and mm-hmm. classes like that um, with the way the economy is it's really taking a toll i think we still see the same amount of race cars but it's taking a toll on our fan, fan attendance absolutely yeah. yeah there are so yeah. many things going on and so and you know they really want um it seems like they want more of a microwave type session where they yep. can get in watch racing for a few hours still get out have time to to go do whatever the night has for them okay um, or even get home so i mean that's that's been uh topics that we've talked about uh from a leadership perspective at the speedway it's i think we're still looking at trying to provide a weekly uh weekly event show style gotcha. for our fans right right and that and makes sense too because a lot of major sports have done that baseball's tried to cut down the time yeah, it takes right. to take a baseball exactly. game in yeah. and uh you know football's done the same thing right. indycar's got their package down to like a three-hour race and then you're out of there and yeah, nascar uh, needs to work on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> they do well and it they just do. goes you're right everybody's got that like fast food mentality right they they want it yeah now yeah. they want it to be well, quick. People have a lot of stuff going on. There you are know? a lot I of mean, things going. On. It's hard to even get know. them to the racetrack to right. begin with, right? So yeah, and as we're in our time where we're we're still trying to complete a schedule and make sure that that we're serving our fans' best interest and and the facility's best interest. There's so many different types of race cars in Indiana to choose from. Sure. Uh, from super late models and crate late models to non-wing sprints and wing sprints, the 305s, you got steel block sprints, you got super stocks and bombers, uh, Hornets and, and the Hoosier State Mod Lights. You've got all of these things and, and you really, you wanna try and provide something for all of them 
and it's really a it's challenge. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I can see that. It's very difficult. There's there are so many classes. I mean, it, there's too many classes. Yeah. And from a track perspective, it's very hard. You're never going to make everyone happy, right? You're never going to run an individual class enough to satisfy everybody, right? right? But you have to keep in mind what the fans want to see. And, and you guys have done a great job for years. We've all joked about the 24 hours of Perrigan, right? Yeah. You guys have done a phenomenal job of getting away from that, getting the show in and done. The track prep has been wonderful. You, you did get a better handle on that as the season progressed. And obviously track prep is, is, you're focused on that, or we wouldn't have finally seen that track record broke after 35, 37 years or whatever it was, right? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, um, we want to send guys home. The cost of racing we talked about is going up, and we don't want their consumables to be one of those expenses that they have to endure where they come and they say, we're going to eat three tires tonight, and it's $1,000 out of their pocket just to show up because they know the track is not going so we we want to send them home with the nubs still on their tires um you know there's some guys that are really heavy on their right foot and they're going to eat up tires no matter what that's just how they drive but uh you know we we that's one of our things we want to make sure that they're going out um and they can come back and run on the same set of tires the next week hey guys i'm sitting here looking at the question of the day and uh it is uh talking about the different series so Maybe now would be a good time to ask the question today because it kind of uh, filters in with what we're talking about right now. I think that's a fine idea. Josh, can you hang out with us and talk question of the day? Sure. All right. We'll get some uh, We'll get some answers here. Bruce, take it All away. Righty. This is the IU Credit Union Rapid Roofing and Restoration and Paragon Speedway, home of the Cunningham Burger. Question <laughs> of the day. Next question. You answered every question just right. Too bad you missed. That was a $9 question. Anyone else have a question? All right, Josh, this comes this week from a guy named John, and John resides in Denver, Indiana, a town of 537 people. And if you're ever up there, Josh, John suggests you try Harvey Hinklemeyer's and try the Hawaiian sandwich, which is ham, mozzarella, and pineapple on a hoagie bun. And then try a famous brown cow, which is vanilla ice cream and root beer. All right. And a frosty mug. All right, John would like to know, John from Denver would like to know our opinions of the Wing Sprint Car Series currently running and what new series are out there coming up next year, and is it good to have this much competition or not? Wow. There's a lot lower than that. That's, that's a, a big question. That's a big question. So first off, it's <laughs> yeah, official. So, so you've, handle it in a couple you've got minutes, to, by God. You're going to have to put the Cunningham burger on the menu. Well, yeah, and, we're going to have to talk about that to our <laughs> kitchen staff. In a way, because how many track championships do you have there? Uh, seven. Okay, so if, wow. if a guy has seven I, track championships, I, I think you, get a you need burger a burger for named yeah. after you, right? Exactly. Period. So, so it's settled. Bruce just made that official. So, <laughs> so, Mr. Denver, that's a great question. And, man, we've seen a lot of changes. And we were just talking about this before we went on the air in the in the world of winged sprint car racing, especially here recently, right? So I think, in my mind, the competition is good between what is now the, the High Limit Series after they bought out the All-Star Circuit of Champions from, from Stewart, right? Yeah. So they're competing directly now with the World of Outlaws. Um they, they've came out. Both have came out with the majority of their schedule. Um, 
you know, the High Limit Series isn't going head-to-head against any of the traditional marquee events, right, which is a smart move on their part. Yeah. We've seen this in the past um, where a new series was was put together and some guys jump ship, go and run it for a year or so, and then it goes away and it all goes back to to the outlaws, right? Is that good for racing, though? I, I think it is good for racing, but... The thing it does now, like two things. So this new high limit deal is not going to go away. When you got guys like Kyle Larson involved and Flow Racing involved, they're yeah, Brad they're here, Sweet. and Brad Sweet, they're here for the long haul. But the outlaws aren't going to go away away either. I think it's going to help elevate the whole sport. What it does though is leave a big void on a regional level with the all stars gone now, right? So you've got some smaller. I mean, are you saying that you're not going to get? Those guys running in, in, in Indiana, Bloomington, and Paragon? and Well, right now, if you look at each of their schedules, they are both coming to Indiana once. I think the High Limit Series has a race at Kokomo, and the Outlaws are at Hobstock, and that's it. And... I don't. I don't know that everybody's schedules PRI week, right? So schedules always get. I was going to say next week this on week. the show, just as yeah. a uh, bit of a foreshadowing here. This weekend's the big PRI show in Indy. A lot of people announce schedules, track schedules, series right. schedules, all sorts of stuff tend to come out. So next week we should have a load of new information exactly concerning that. Exactly. So things aren't done yet, but I think what you're going to see. We've talked a lot about this new Maverick Wing Sprint Car Series that's based out of Indiana. They right now, I think, have a 13 or 14 event schedule in Indiana and Illinois. Um, there are a few other series that like run in Ohio or maybe Pennsylvania, but the All-Stars ran Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York. It gave the regional guys a place to go run close to home for good money. Yeah, it was. Uh, they kind of stayed on the, the central United States to the east side and the world of outlaws they would travel the whole country right and it it did kind of divide that down so guys that didn't want to travel out west they could still stay fairly local within six hours of drive time and and compete right and um, you know I think with both of these series uh, going and what I see a lot stepping out of the sea and more onto the racetrack side is you see a, a lot of money being put into these larger series. Uh, you've got USAC on the non-wing side. You've got uh, both the Maverick, well, not the Maverick, but the High Limit Series and the World of Outlaws. And you really see um, they've got their core set of competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I look at any one of them, I think uh, they had 12, 12 to 14 guys run the full World of Outlaw Series. Uh, this past year you don't see a lot of new influx it was nice to see uh, logan shukart do as well as he did right uh, when you look back at his past where he's pulling in in a van and an open trailer exactly like old old school yeah, right that's great uh, yeah you just don't see that happen very much we we had uh robert Ballou. yeah he did that and now we've got um trey osborne those guys like that are are few and far between but they they make it they come they just hit the grind and, and really go after it um, but there's a lot of money tabbed with these larger sprint car groups. Yes. Well, and the tough thing now, too, though, there's, like, no in-between. Yeah. Right? And and there's not, a, traditionally, especially here in Indiana, we've gotten away from the winged racing, right? Um, so this new Maverick series, it's going to be interesting to watch that and see how it grows because I think, I think it may grow quicker than what anyone really anticipated with all these other changes on a national level. 
yeah you know how it all plays out i mean i don't think anybody knows right now but i, I think it's good it's in place because it gives those small kind of underfunded teams a place to go run for some decent money right? right without trying to come up with the dollars it takes to go hit the road on a on a national level well and just uh just the experience of running uh exactly. just running all non-wing around here uh, we've got some guys, uh, several, I'd say 25 to 30 guys that run these 305 cars uh, with the wing, and it gives them a platform then to step to go up run a to, 410. Yeah. Right. And and maybe compete for a little bit more money than what the 305s pay. Hey, right. guys, both of my dogs are sitting there, and they need to go out. So I need to get out of here. <laughs> wow, you ask a question, and, and then you... You want to cut us short. That's well, so well, you. Well, hopefully our, uh, our, our uh, John has an answer. That, that uh, somewhere in there there was. Really <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I think the competition's good. I, I think a lot of people are going to complain that neither of those series are in Indiana enough. But, Josh, you can attest to this. It costs a lot of money for a racetrack to get those series to come and race. Well, and it right? goes back to the fan count, right? Yes. And so fans holding off for those marquee or those bigger events at each each facility. And so, and sometimes they'll do that based on whether they like the facility, how it sits, whether they like the series, and whatever that is. But uh, it does seem like a lot of families are holding back for to save for those those, those bigger, bigger events. events. Yeah. Well, that with makes that sense. Cunningham burger, they'll be coming out there no matter what. <laughs> That's now. right. They hey. come for that, and you get the racing for free after you get in to get the Cunningham burger. Exactly. You know, it's That's all right. a bonus after the that. The burger's That's worth it. the price of admission. <laughs> hey, real quick, it is PRI week, right? Yes. So we will have more to talk about next week schedule-wise. Right. But there was an out, an announcement. Uh, just yesterday about the Terre Haute Action Track. Yes. It's been in question again, right? Bill Rose stepped up, tried to promote a few races this year, which I think surprised a lot of people. But if you know Bill, you shouldn't be surprised at anything. But he realized, <laughs> you know, maybe it wasn't for him, right? And so uh, Joe and Jill Spiker have taken over the lease um, or the promotion at the fairgrounds. They've okay. entered into a multi-year deal with the Wabash Valley Fair Association. So um, I think right now they have... Uh, seven events on the schedule for next year. Okay. So that's great to see. I mean, that's sure you've got to keep that's like keeping Perrigan up and running Bloomington. Terre Haute's one of the most historic facilities. We don't want to lose any race country. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. So that's great to see and uh, be fun to watch for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. We'll throw in a uh, quick congratulations too to uh, Aaron Willison. He won that uh, big record breaking open wheel showdown yes. out in Vegas. Took home a $50,000 uh, payday for that one too. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And Cody Swanson won the midget portion and Davey Hamilton went out against the fence, unfortunately. I think yeah, his super yeah. modified career ended in. Um, Oh, you Some hate to see TV. it happen that way, don't you? Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. Well, very cool. Josh, thanks for coming in this morning. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. We certainly appreciate it. AJ, thank you for being here. Thank you. Bruce Lear, thank you as Good always. Job. Next week, man. We uh, always look forward to that. We'll get this podcast online, whcc105.com. Each and every week, of course, the Racing BS Show, brought to you by IU Credit Union, Rapid Roofing and Restoration, and by the Paragon Speedway. You'll find it on the WHCC website and on Spotify. This is your WHCC Hoosier Country 105 roving reporter communicating to you via the WHCC Western Command Center and still defending Fort Whistlepig deep in the Black Hills of South Dakota.